The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Some days the script just writes itself. It's the first full week of the year. Markets are much more volatile than they were last night. Extremely slow overnight, and we come out pow, guns a blazing, hands out, as we'd say in the pit. And we got someone special to talk about it, Connor B. We have charts ready to go on your demand. We have a lot of things going on. Looking over at the quote board, Connor, corn down seven, beans down 17, border trade wheat down 20. Cattle up 200, feeder up 300, hogs up, gold down, crude down 330. Break it all down for us, my friend. Oh, man. Commodity market, corn, beans, wheat. They're doing about as good as a sports team I cheer for, right? Not not good at all. Uh, seeing some serious weakness. We got trade first Monday of the uh, 2024. Traders are back in full force, and I feel like we are feeling it right now, Tommy. Yeah, as you said, uh, Nov 24, we broke below 12 bucks, sitting at 11.95, and Dees 24 corn, 4.87 and a half. Uh, Joe and I were talking before we jumped on, and I think we got support at 4.85 there. So, real quick, Friday we had commitment on traders report. So we'll let's go over that real quick. They said about what you would expect, Tommy, on corn. They added a little bit to the shorts, as you can see. Red dot is 2024. We're sitting right at 200,000 short, right? Getting into like 2019 levels, I believe. And that could be an interesting catalyst for a rally. So if you want to know right. why we could rally, uh, this is equivalent to uh, corn being at 7,750 and the funds being a record long. I mean, when they go to get out of that, uh, there's nothing scarier than the funds long corn and a farmer who doesn't want to sell at really profitable prices. Now we're getting into an area that's a very sensitive subject is that the very the most expensive crop you ever planted last year is dropping at a pretty rapid rate. Uh, I wish I didn't have my markets up, but we need them for the chart. And it's a serious time. We need serious people. It's meeting season, and every farmer is going to go to these meetings thinking, I'm going to go on stage for 45 minutes and be able to help them. The number one thing that could have helped you is something you did a year ago, three months ago, six months ago. The funds have the gas down on the on the uh, the funds are sellers of commodities, aren't they, Connor? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, way more. I mean, just to add a little more color to it is 2022. As you can see, we were long into 24. That's when we got short, and they continue to pile on the shorts. Similar story with soybeans. A little bit more volatile. It wasn't just a gradual adding to shorts, right? We saw some choppiness if we're looking at fund positions. And I don't know, do you think we could continue that? Maybe, you know, same thing on corn where this could be, you know, if we see the funds buying back in, we'll talk South America and all that down the road. But as you can see, red dot, it's hard to see. We're sitting at like 18,000 short, I believe, Tommy, on soybeans. Yeah, it, it's not a pretty picture. And when you when we break down the charts and start to draw support lines, uh, we could go much lower. Now, these are the things people don't want to talk about. Uh, 
you know, people sell subscriptions, newswire stuff like we're going to do here shortly. You want to be positive. You want to be optimistic. You want right. to be energetic. But you still have to tell the truth. And the truth is these markets are going from the top left to the bottom right. You have not just an American farmer caught long, but a world farmer caught long. And that is the truth. What else do we have under charts? The COT, other thing I have is we could talk a little bit, just looking at South America, uh, you know, looking at what, what's caused this weakness. Cesar sent this to me uh, yesterday and just looking at, look how much Brazil exports, corn exports to China. Look at that explosion. Next chart shows it as well. 22-23 was the year that we saw Brazil export right, 10 times more than they have in previous years to china right and exports uh in total coming out of south america were great right that's a big factor uh for the weakness in 2023 so thought it was a great chart that showed how much brazil shipped to china and what uh how we saw that demand go away from the u.s in 2023 yeah there's some wild times all right so not only do we have markets down we have demand starting to go down we have china major swift to south america sometimes american analysts really focus on what's going on in America. We really need to look at the world picture. And sometimes the, the markets do it better than that. All right, let's buckle up. This isn't going to be fun, but uh, let's look at some charts. You ready, my friend? Let's do it. All right. Last week, oh boy, here we go. I told you this wouldn't be fun and it's not fun. This uh, is the same chart we've been showing for the last few days. D's 24 corn. Talk about this, my friend. Uh, I believe, was it Friday, Tommy? You added that red arrow and we talked $5 resistance. We were below, we closed below that. A week. It was uh, Tuesday. We closed below it. Never broke, and now we're sitting at four eighty six as we're looking at right now. And so, I had support. I mean, looking at this, Tommy, I had support at four eighty five. I think if we expanded a little bit, we could see that. But uh, let me go I, to a weekly. Support yes, on word, right? I guess if I was a chart guy, I'd throw support in somewhere. But here we go. Yeah, you go all the way back to uh, twenty one, right? And uh, look at the life of this contract. We are, uh, if we don't stop shortly here and start going back up, this is really going to concern uh, many people. It's going to concern the banker. I'm telling you, my Tony Dunker sent us an email on Friday. She sent it to all advanced brokers. We are brokers. We're not, we just don't do TV here. Uh, and she said, boys, the phones are starting to light up. And my brother looked at me, Joe, he goes, what phones? No one's calling today. An hour later, I had three people I've known over the years say, I need help. I need to open an account. I need to do something. The 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 sentiments changed. The markets changed. I don't even know if the bankers seen this chart. But if you're out there watching, there is a farmer who is long corn, say from 550 cost production, who now has a, uh, with these, with these, with March's corn uh, move today, a lot of cash markets in North Dakota have a three in front of them. So old crop corn in North Dakota officially hit uh, 399 across the state of North Dakota in many places with price action like this. What else would you like to see from the uh, charts? A little note that, 24? Right, yeah. Or let's go March. Let's go March corn real quick, Tommy. Yes, sir. Look at that. Talking about that. And you, you hit the nail on the head, a three in front of it, North Dakota here in, um, here in Illinois, you're probably sitting at right around a 420 to maybe low 430s cash price. The problem is if we stored at the elevator and take that off, we're hitting right at $4, which is is amazing to see. So March corn, right? Let's look at similar- Connor. You said store. Let's talk about that storing decision. What spread yeah. would you like to see? 
Um, let's do like March. You got March, July loaded up. You just ask and say please and thank you. Ask and that shall there. receive. Yes, sir. Talk about I'll this a little that. bit. Yeah, ta- it's it's the same thing we've been talking about. How you know previous years, uh, I feel like we didn't have a carry market for two, three years, right? Out, we got out of twenty twenty, and it's been inverted and small carries. In twenty twenty three was the year where we saw we got uh, more into a carry market, and that's what this chart shows us. How we were. Right. If I can read it, not quite, but uh, early into May, June, you know, this summer we were hovering not a whole lot, and we've just continued to add the carry. Right as the as the world balance sheet, U.S. balance sheet grows, so does that carry number. And now we're sitting at uh, March, July. What is that number? Close to twenty two. I got a twenty two twenty three cent carry right now, and so mm-hmm. that'll be a big thing to watch down the road. What we got Let's here, Tommy? March Dees, real quick. That was just a, a different time frame. Let's look at March Dees and uh, talk about this a little bit. Same yeah, thing, we, just different carry. Yeah, March Dees, right? So this is a little bit, I think of it as old crop going to new crop, right? And again, the past couple of years, it's been inverted. If we were hedging next year's crop, we were doing it at lower levels. That is not the case right now. Right now, that March Dees carry is at, what is that, 34, don't hold me to this, 33, 34 cents carry. Right going at that and as we see it it continues to get weaker into the new year right we continue to add to it and see that nope 24 real quick break it down this is friday support line uh or at least uh yeah it was some a line we drew friday i mean how low could this go where you got your cursor right there 1120 it it astounds me every time i look at a nov 24 chart it's amazing how i can block out that summer weakness we saw in soybeans down to 1120 this summer tommy and then we had two runs up to no i'm sorry three runs uh above 13 up to the 1320 right yeah in the 1320s right now we drop below the 1218 uh resistance and as we're sitting right now 1197 board price on nov 24 Real quick, Connor, before we go, uh, we have a 10-minute uh, crude oil chart here. And so many markets. This is the first full week of the year. The professional traders are back. They come out hands out. Uh, a lot of markets are sellers. Obviously, the cattle market has a bid, and uh, the bond markets, you know, yields are going down a little bit. But uh, these are major price actions and big volume days. Of course, uh, crude oil, it seems every time it gets below 70, they talk about filling up the strategic oil reserve. Of course, farmers are looking to buy things cheaper. Keep an eye on natural gas, which is down big today. Hey, remember that over-under we had on that snowstorm? We still won't uh, know about that, but this snowstorm coming across Midwest, real big deal as we uh, right. start getting the winter meeting season. Connor B., uh, let's get one more time. Let's get back into these. Uh, you have a couple more uh, charts, speaking of weather. Uh, well, we we covered U.S. weather. We've got, uh, I think, two big winter storms coming out. We'll see if those materialize. Looking down at South America, We've been talking a lot about how they uh, the weather pattern has normalized, right? And so just taking a quick peek at it, uh, future precipitation as we look in the next 14 days. And when I look at this, Tommy, I don't really see wet. I just see less dry, especially, especially in Mato Grosso, right? They're looking a little bit more average weather patterns. There's not as much red in that central northern part of Brazil that we've seen a lot of dryness. So we'll see if that materializes past 48 hours right i wish it went back a little bit farther but just looking at 48 hours southern brazil continues to get rains and they're getting some spotty rains up north as well so we are seeing that precip 
uh, hit Brazil. And then if the if the snows materialize, we're going to see some precip in a good part of the corn growing region of the United States as well. Luke, uh, what do we got today? Happy Monday, Luke. What I'll read it, Tommy. You can digest yep. it. What percentage of APH on farm storage do you think most should have? Obviously, it doesn't look very advantageous right now as it did two years ago. That's a great question, Luke. So farm storage is uh, something interesting. If I was a farmer, there's times I wish I could store 100% of my crop. And if I was a farmer, there's times mathematically advanced trading would tell you sell all your crop and uh, move to an option strategy. Uh, What I do know, and I can't answer the question, but what I do know is when you need the most storage and you don't have it, it costs you. So you either pay... Uh, to build storage or you pay someone else to store it for you. And there's different reasons to do both. It's very important to understand uh, you need to email us and call us, Luke, but it's very important to understand where you are, what your cash levels like and what your cash flow levels are like. Uh, When I say cash, I mean cash grain. When I say cash levels, I mean, when do you need your money? So over history, farmers sell grain when they're out of storage or need money. I've been going on the shows, RFD TV. I'm on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm on Tuesday also with Scott the Cow Guy. I've been going on TV and saying the American farmer is going to stay in control of their corn. Is that true, Connor? It is still true today. It was true a month ago, and it's probably going to be true in a couple of months. When I think bin storage, there's no uh, right answer. Every operation is going to be a little bit different. But when we start talking ROIs, right, return on investment, if we look at a bin and merchandise and using that bin storage the right way. Talk about a fantastic or or ROI if you're a young farmer is when I that's what I think when I look at a bin storage, right? Talk about a great tool, but that's what they are. They're a tool and they got to be used correctly. Nathan, this has got to be one of your uh customers, Tommy. I want to thank you very much for your advice months ago to unload this pasture's crop. You forecasted all this months ago. Of course you did. I don't know if I forecasted it. I, <laughs> I understand that commodity bull markets don't last. Uh, forever and that inflation was coming down and there's an election this year so i've never known a president to go in and say boy i hope corn's really high this year they would much rather lose the one percent of the farmer vote than the 99 percent of americans going to the supermarket with that connor b how do people get a hold of us on social medias yeah don't forget we're doing this every day like and subscribe us on youtube spot spotify Apple Podcasts. If you got any questions or want to talk further, send us an email. Give us a call. We love to digest this stuff. We do it every day. And so I think with that, let's go ahead and roll my favorite Gasafi, Tommy. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time. <laughs>